0: Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a podcast series focused on Intel Select Solutions, a suite of verified solution configurations that can help IT teams meet the demanding needs of a growing infrastructure. Here's your host, Jake Smith good
1: morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you may be listening to this my name is jake smith director of data center technologies and i am joined today by a good friend and colleague of many years todd christ enterprise solutions architect and we're here today to talk about google cloud and intel select solution and anthos welcome todd thanks for having me jake always good to be back I know you're a veteran of this broadcast, but I'd like you to take a few moments and give our listeners who may be new a little bit
0: of background about yourself and what we're doing with Intel Select Solutions for Google Cloud's Anthos. So uh, again, my name is Todd Christ. I'm a solution architect in our enterprise and government division. And Mm I've been working in IT and data center uh, type functions for over 20 years. I'm really excited because Google reached out to my team back in the last October-ish time frame, they said, hey, Intel, you guys know hardware really well. You know the on-premise customer really well. You understand the enterprise. We understand the cloud really well. We can write great software. You guys build great hardware. Let's collaborate together to figure out how we can help deliver something on-prem so we can help please our customers that are already happy in the cloud, but now have regulatory requirements or business needs to be able to do that data processing and data storage on-premise as well. Why do you think it's so important for Google to have a multi-cloud or hybrid cloud solution as they enter this market? Whenever we talk with Google about the reasoning for using Anthos, There's three main use cases that they're after whenever they work with a customer on developing an Anthos solution. One is data placement, first and foremost. A lot of the new regulatory needs for data, things like GDPR, Patriot Act, things like that, that require you to have certain types of data on-premise. A lot of customers were realizing that not everything belongs in public cloud, so they needed to have a solution that allows them to put stuff on-premise as well so they can meet those regulatory needs but still function and work pretty much in the same way that they're used to previously. One of the other reasons is continuous improvement, continuous delivery, the new solution models that customers are after. Kubernetes is one of those game-changing factors. in enterprise it started out in cloud. As you know, Google started out with Kubernetes and is now it's all open source and people can use it and contribute to it all the time but it really helps customers think in a different way. It's not about just building a VM and deploying an application. You're building an architecture each time you deploy one of these new solutions. So that's really important as well. Well, it's incredibly important. And I think sometimes
1: we don't spend enough time giving the industry some background on the deepness of our collaboration with Google. So can you talk about our collaboration? I mean, we've collaborated in security, we've collaborated in cloud search, so many technologies over the years, but you've been a part of the special collaborations, I like to say, some of the
0: early groundbreaking stuff with the scalable can you talk about that? Absolutely, so we've worked with Google Cloud for about 10 years or so in their cloud instance. And we've really appreciated their partnership because they're usually the first ones to take any new technology. They're the first to launch Skylake in the cloud. They're the first to launch Cascade Lake in the cloud. They're taking Intel Optane DC Persistent Memory because it's one of those game-changing solutions. As Intel brings this new technology to light, Google sees it as a fantastic opportunity to innovate in the public cloud as well. Something that they've noticed is since we're always working on kind of the best of breed hardware they write excellent software right so the one thing they really wanted to amplify with anthos is that if you're buying you know you have a need to have super high performance on premise anthos gives you that capability you can build your anthos instance and hardware is as big and bad as you want right if you want to have you know the best compute or hpc type workload Anthos doesn't restrict anything. They let you run with that. And it's a really nice hybrid model if you just think of it as GKE on-prem, as your on-premise instance. But it also partners well with other clouds. It was interesting because Google isn't afraid to say, hey, we're a multi-cloud solution here with Anthos. Anthos is this umbrella term that they use for their multi-cloud technologies. You can deploy Anthos on-prem, right? That's what we're primarily focused on. But you can also deploy in other clouds. As long as it supports the architecture, it gives the customer that simple and easy-to-use Kubernetes orchestration framework for customers to be able to amplify their workload no matter where their workload resides.
1: It's an interesting concept we've talked about, and Google's really taken a leadership position with GKE here, but they're really using other partners' stacks. And plug in. So, can we talk about you know how we've worked with them to launch this new Intel Select solution for Anthos? You know, the Google Cloud Anthos. I think it's really important that listeners understand that they've done a great job on collaboration. It feels like one of the great
0: collaborative opportunities in the industry right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. So whenever Google chose to deploy Anthos, they had some decisions to make. You know, Do we build our own architecture? Do we use somebody's reference design? You know, How do we get into the market? And they made a really strong decision to say, hey, we're going to go with VMware first. And that was twofold, right? One was they didn't have to build the architecture. VMware already builds a really solid architecture. And two, VMware is already in plenty of enterprises. So they already had a market that was available to land on top of. So Anthos is designed as somewhat of an appliance that rides on top of VMware. And so they came to Intel, they came to my team and said, hey, you know, how can we help amplify this story of Anthos? Because we're augmenting the software on top of VMware infrastructure. And the great thing is, is Intel has an excellent rapport with VMware as well. VMware always is helping move the needle forward with all the new technologies. So it's great. We were able to take our existing vmware vsan solution that we have for intel select solutions we modified it just a bit and now whenever customers want to deploy a new greenfield instance or want to deploy the latest greatest technologies to get the best performance and great tco they can go off the reference design that we're building we have our intel xeon scalable the gold processors are kind of the baseline You can obviously go up to platinum to get more scalability more cores we have options for intel optane dc persistent memory We also have a very strong storage subsystem as well that is a combination of Intel Optane data center SSDs as well as NVMe Intel NAND SSDs as well, 3D NAND SSDs, to give the customer super high performance on that storage subsystem layer. And that has all really worked well together. You know, we work well with VMware, make sure everything's on the hardware compatibility list. Google has reached out and has understood that, hey, Intel understands how these technologies work and how we can best leverage Google Anthos on top of this existing infrastructure.
1: And, you know, one of the things
0: that our listeners are going to be interested in is where does this
1: infrastructure fit inside of their current hybrid cloud strategy? You and I have seen where hybrid cloud works for some customers, and we've seen where it doesn't. But we've also seen most customers find it to be incredibly scalable, easy to use, and very helpful in managing their data. Where does this fit?
0: Yeah, so the really nice thing with Google Anthos is that it focuses the customer on Google Cloud's platform, right? GCP, console, everything is done through that central pane of glass, essentially. Whenever you deploy Google Anthos or GKE on-prem, it essentially shows up as a new region that you can deploy into so most customers are used to logging into the gcp console and they say you know us west or us east or you know china or you know whatever region they normally deploy into the nice thing with google anthos is that you're controlling one of those drop zone points so those new regions that are developed if you have 50 stores you can have store one through 50 as new regions to deploy into and it's all done right through that single pane of glass so you can see everything just as if you were controlling it in the public cloud, even though you know that your data is on premise and you're able to control those things. It makes things really easy and simple to use. Google's Cloud Interconnect keeps everything secure. So that way you know that all the data is being encrypted back and forth between the on and off-prem solutions. And it really makes it easy and cohesive to use. No matter if you're on-prem or in somebody else's hosted cloud, you're able to share the same experience through that single pane of glass. You know, the single pane of glass is a really great theme because Google, GCP and Google Cloud
1: Platform is expanding its marketplace at an ever-increasing pace. What does preserving data and how does managing data become simpler with this solution?
0: So the really nice thing with Kubernetes is that it's simplified a lot of the data structures that are being utilized for our customers' applications and data storage needs. The nice thing with Google Anthos is it gives you that capability now to take that data from the public cloud that may no longer need to be out there, or you might need to have stuff on-prem to do higher performance compute or a specialized type of need for HPC or AI or some type of deep learning. The nice thing is that you have that portability. You have security in the transfer. You have the security in knowing that your data is where it needs to be placed. And it really helps the customer kind of understand better that they can have a choice on data placement and understand that if they truly have a need to move data into a certain area or region, they now have the capability to do that.
1: And, you know, there's a big story out there about data having gravity, and we know that by 2025, it's between 160 and 175 zettabytes of data that the world will have to manage, Uh, maybe more. I think it's uncertain. Data continues to outpace every prediction that we've ever seen. Where do IT professionals today, as they're transitioning their multi-cloud world, where do they start to think about plugging in this solution? Where do they look to grow? Is it just with GKE? Is it beyond Kubernetes? Is it beyond containers? Where does it grow? Where's the future of the solution stack? Take our IT professionals who might be listening.
0: As we know, data is growing by leaps and bounds. And a lot of that is generated on-prem. A lot of the customers that are in the financial business or in healthcare, you know, people doing like genomics. Uh, As soon as you get some data, you can start crunching on it right away. I really think that we're going to see some really big innovations in how customers are using data placement to best benefit their business, not only to optimize their workloads, but also to get a better TCO. You know, Many people have said that it's cheap and easy to store data in the cloud, but once you pull data out of the cloud, it gets really expensive. So customers can now make those decision factors, right? We've kind of normalized in that public cloud facility where we've got some commonality between the major cloud players. So now it's time to innovate and bring things either back on-prem or put them in the right data locations so customers have better choice. And first and foremost, what we want to do is optimize the customer's choice of where they choose to do their compute and choose to store their data, but give them flexibility in that decision as well. So, Todd, where can listeners find out more information? So as we get the reference design launched, obviously, you can go to intel.com slash intel select solutions. There'll be one out there for Google Cloud's Anthos. You can also go to Google's website to get more information on Anthos. You can do search for Anthos or GKE on-prem, and all the details are out there about how you can help build this and put this together, understand the architecture, and we're more than willing to help out with a great reference design to get you up and running and using the latest, greatest hardware to make sure you're optimizing your applications.
1: So with that, I'd like to thank Todd Christ for joining us, and I want to wish him a happy sabbatical as he traipses off into one of the great benefits of being an Intel employee. I want to thank him, as always. My name is Jake Smith. You've been listening to Conversations in the Cloud. I've been joined by Todd Christ, Enterprise Solutions Architect from Intel. We wish you a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening.